It's Australia Day across the ditch and they do a great job of promoting lamb. All Australians or a lot of Australians eat lamb on Australia Day. We need to do the same thing here. Hey, Chris Russell, you've been sending, sending us those Australia Day ads for as long as you've been on our show and as long as the ads have been going. I reckon this year's one about the generation gap, the boomers versus the Gen Zers or whatever, is the best ever. Yeah, I'm not sure. Good morning and a happy Australia Day from Australia. Um, yes, I think, not sure it's the best one. I think my favourite was the one where Australia and New Zealand met in the middle of the Tasman and uh, gave Jacinta's phone number as 04. Um, that was probably my favourite. But this one showing the generation gap as a massive rift being closed up by the Aussie barbecue... Whatever they do, Jamie, they don't. There seems to be the the absolute touch of gold because uh, I see the prices are up uh, about ten dollars uh, a kilo for lamb over this last week. Everybody buys lamb. We've got a fridge full of it here. We've got a bunch of friends coming over for our Australia Day party this afternoon. We'll all be eating lamb. It's just become part of the tradition, and um, so those ads have been amazingly successful, and I think make a make a nice little high spot at the beginning of the year for the lamb farm. Well, I'm pleased to hear that. Well, you need to eat some more lamb, you Aussies, so you don't flood other markets as you've been doing and dropping our lamb price. Well, there you go, Jamie. Well, you know, best man wins and all that stuff, but um, we, you'll be selling more of it to, to Europe than we will because we haven't agreed to a free trade agreement, but um, I'm not sure whether you'd be making much money out of it. That's the only thing, Jamie. Well, it's a bit awkward getting lamb to Europe at the moment. There's a bit of an issue in the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. Look, someone else who's got a few issues is your Prime Minister, Albo, Anthony Albanese. Is, is he going to be a one-term PM? Well, gee, I tell you what, if broken promises have anything to do with it, the only issue is whether people are getting so glazed over because all politicians break promises. But certainly his latest promise, where for three years he's been promising to honour the tax, the stage three tax cuts, which would see the last of Australia's high-income earners receive their benefit, that is, people earning over 180000 a year. And with Bracket Creek, there's more and more of those people, about a million Australians earn over 180,000, and uh, so we, they were being promised a uh, reduction in their tax, and he's decided to scrap that and increase the tax three threshold at the lower end, and and also improve the tax for the middle income earners. Now that sounds like a good idea, um, and probably if you purely look at economic terms and the current cost of living, it is. But the problem is, Jamie, it's a broken promise, and people hate people who say yes, I promise, I promise, as recently as last week, and then say this week, well, actually, no, I'm not going to do it. So I think he is in a bit of trouble. Hey, I see your government is doing what our government's making noise about noise about and that is a, a, a bit of inquiry into the, the, the supermarket duopoly that you guys have in Australia. We have one here as well and you would have to think, I reckon, I've, well actually I was going to say I've never met a poor supermarket owner, I play golf with one of them, but other than that, I, I, you know, honestly, are, they, are we being ripped off? I, I think there is no doubt, and certainly the preliminary inquiries that were made by Alan Fills, who used to be the chairman of the Consumer Commission here, shows that, in fact, they never passed on those big drops in land prices that we saw at the end of last year. Now, they claim it's due to processing costs and transport costs and all the other things, but, you know, the price absolutely collapsed, and yet the price in the supermarket hardly came down at all. Now, it's come down a bit early this year. We're 
we're down to about $16 a kilo I paid yesterday for loom chops here. Um, and I've seen lamb roast as cheap as $8 a kilo. But it wasn't long ago we were spending $30 and the farmers were getting $2. So that's what the inquiry is into. Why aren't they passing that on? How can governments make sure it is passed on, Jamie? Hey, really quickly to finish on, what are you most excited about? The Aussie West Indies Cricket Test or the Australian Open? I watched Sabalenka up against Coco Goff last night. Gee, that was a good game of tennis. Yes, look, I'm probably more of a cricket nut. I, I think uh, we're really having a year of cricket. And I see that Pat Cummins just been made ICC Critter of the Year and Kawaja is ICC Test Cricketer of the Year. We've just had an amazing year of cricket. This test looks like another slump, although I must say West Indies came good at the end. That carries on today, so I'm probably excited about that. But it will be good to see Djokovic versus Sinner. I think that's going to be an interesting game. He's the young up-and-coming Italian. And, of course, Medvedev and Zerev were both wonderful players. So uh, it's all happening over here and a very exciting time to have a nice big screen television. Well, we're sending a Scottish woman over to see you next week, I think, Claire Taylor, who's in the studio here. So we're going to uh, hopefully, because you're, you're, you're a good networker, you know everyone important in Australia Ag. We hope you look after Claire and point her in the right direction. We will make sure. The Nuffield Scholar is very highly respected here, so she will have no trouble getting an audience.